0: Talker Brothers Podcast. about me. about me. Where two brothers from another mother come together to talk about what's going on in urban pop culture, sports, music, health, and real issues that face our community. These people here, what they do, they for real. All straight with no chaser. And a splash of comedy. (laughs) Ha 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 ha, very funny. This is Talker Brothers Podcast. Let's get this thing going. And now your hosts, GoD and Smash. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Godee.
1: And it's your boy, Smash, coming in. I
0: want to welcome you guys to another episode of Talker Brothers Podcast. Season number three, Smash. What's What you think about that, dawg?
1: That's awesome, man. Season three. Damn. Long... Been a long. It seemed like it's been a long time, but it's really been a short time. I
0: think. But yeah, times I, fly when you're having fun. I guess that's what
1: I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we, we're a year under our belt, and for episode 43, season two closed out with a bang. So you know, how your week been, man? was what's on the home front? What's going down, man?
1: Everything, bro. It's been busy at work. At home Been busy I'm fixing toilets Gotta cut the grass (laughs) Welcome to home ownership (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah
1: Ain't nothing stopped man I just uh I was talking to One of my homeboys Last week And uh He reminded me of something man Uh He's like I gotta Take some time out To myself And make sure that I am mindful Get my peace You know what I'm saying I used to teach a class On mindful Mindfulness And uh He was right man So shout out to Dale Um But um I was like, man, I do gotta take some time out and to myself and get get back my my chi if you wanna call it.
0: Yeah. Get that Just
1: running around, man.
0: Get that Zen place, huh? Yeah,
1: that, that Wusa.
0: <laughs> I know that's right.
1: What's good with you?
0: Oh, nothing man nothing much, man. Enjoying this winter slash spring weather we got going on. <laughs> feel like it's California right about now, man. The morning time is it's cool and the afternoon is it's warm and at night it's dropping to the fifties. So we better take advantage of this because you know once we hit, you know, uh June, July, August Yeah. It's ninety all day long.
1: <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. One minute you you turning up the air cause it's hot as hell in the house. The next minute you turn on the heat because it's cold. You're like,
0: Yeah, it's you know, in Houston, you have to, it's, it's a must that you keep a hat, an umbrella, and a coat <laughs> in your car at all times, man. Cause the weather will change on you, you know. I didn't know it got like that in Houston. Yeah, it does, bro. It, it'll rain, and it'll rain up the street, and, and your block sunny as heck. <laughs> weather crazy here, bro. Bipolar. Yeah, but I'm enjoying it, man. It's You know, it's crawfish season, you know, so I... You know, I got a bounty on as many crawfish as I can get my hands on, so. You love them crawfish, Man, don't? I love it to death. I, I, That's a lot of work, though, for a little meat, though. Uh, but, but, you know, it's, it's really not about... It is, but, you know, it's really about the you know the camaraderie, the fellowship, you know, hanging out, drinking, beer, listening to music, and, and enjoying a. I I guess you would call it a snack, because you really can't get <laughs> full of it. But, you know, you got the corn, the potatoes, the you potatoes, know. The potatoes, yeah. So, you can make a meal out of it. Make a meal
1: yeah. out of it. I love the. Uh, I, I like the crab legs when it's in there. I like the the um mm. the potatoes, the corn, and the sausage.
0: Yeah. You know, we do. We throw shrimp in there, and you know, you get. Yeah, I like that. You feeling kind of frisky? You throw throw you some good old some old turkey necks, some mushrooms, different mm. things in the in the pot. Mushrooms. Yeah, you throw some mushrooms in there as well. I don't really I, like mushrooms, but you know, most people like them. I just don't like the texture of them.
1: Nah, we we don't eat mushrooms Where I'm from, me and my sister don't anyway (laughs) You wanna know why? Go ahead
0: (laughs) I'm scared to say enlighten me But go ahead and enlighten me So,
1: uh Back in uh, Nashville, we had this house Right, and uh It was was my mother's mom's House, so my grandma, right It was an older house, of course But, in the bathroom downstairs Uh oh The toilet... Would just leak. It would just do this little drip, right? And from the ground, after so long, mushrooms would grow up by the toilet. So in the me and house, my, yeah, in the house. What? So me and my um, sister always equated mushrooms with toilet water. And so, like, I never, ate, I never could eat mushrooms because, uh, I mean, <laughs> like, if they on pizza like that, I'll eat it. But you talking about like when people just be going to get. The what is it? The stuff, is it? The stuffed mushroom, stuffed, stuff? stuffed mushroom, mo- potabello or whatever yeah. it is. Like, nah, nah. If it's on, if it's on, if it's on a pizza, I might eat it. I yeah. try to take See, them off. I eat I them can. if
0: they're sliced up in a salad or like you said, pizza or something like that. But just to just eat them whole, I just don't like the texture. I don't like the way they feel in my mouth. So I, I don't partake in those. <laughs> Yeah, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. Yeah. So we getting close to this vacation time, man. Vacation time is coming up. The family got we going to count down six weeks to the Griswold vacation. (laughs) Six weeks ain't bad. Nah, not at all. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be the first time we take the kids on a cruise. Usually the cruise is for me and the wife and for us to let our head out and decompress from all things in life and you know get back in tune in touch with us so I, I re- I'm really interested to see interested to see how this is gonna go with the kids
1: <laughs> yeah I'm I'm uh interested to see too I, I can't wait to hear the, <laughs> the uh after action report from this trip <laughs> right <so. laughs>
0: but it, it's a it's this, the shit we going on it's new to to Galveston so it's uh kid friendly ship so it should they should have a lot to do man a lot of friends and uh Colleagues, they tell me that this ship is so much for the kids to do that, you know, once they wake up, you probably don't see them till it's time to go to bed. So I'm hoping that's hoping that's true. So me and the wife can get some alone time, you know. Uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. I'm, I don't know. I'm, 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 interested to see. I can't
1: wait for this. Where, where y'all going to travel to
0: though? Uh, this was going to uh, Honduras, Belize, and Cozumel. Oh, that's what's up, man. Yeah. Shoot. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Nice places right there. Yeah. I, I like going to that Cozumel. Like, people don't like going to Cozumel, but I like going to Cozumel just because they got this thing that's Twister boat yeah. and it spins around in the water. Fun time. Good time. Hmm.
1: Twister boat. Okay.
0: Yeah. So eventually we're going to get you and Jim Malone on a boat at some point in time. Man, I don't know, man. Y'all keep screaming about this dr. You know, they they around here people coming up missing in the dr. <laughs> no,
1: nah, we 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 definitely travel in pairs, man. We ain't trying to we ain't trying to come up missing.
0: <laughs> he said we will travel in packs. <laughs> one
1: at least at least one of us survives, so somebody can come back and tell the story. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but yeah, we yeah, we, cause I mean we went over to Bali, man, and Bali was cool only part that was kind of it seemed like a little shady man like in the in the airport man like they screened us extra I thought we were gonna get taken to the back and probably never be heard of again
0: um you know they third world countries man so you can't you can't venture too far off the beaten path yeah you know so
1: that's what people don't realize man you can't just be like the other countries are, are strict with their laws like we little lax with ours so y'all better
0: appreciate America Right, because they will—you <laughs> will disappear <laughs> and never be seen again. Yes, but you I'm an, a t-shirt. I'm, I'm excited, bro. I mean, this was this was a good weekend, man. We set up here and we watched the Masters. Tiger won the Masters. <laughs> Finally, hadn't won the Masters since 2005. Last major win was 2008, and it was a—it uh, was a good—it was a good round, man. I know most folks not golf watchers, but. It was entertaining, real entertaining.
1: Oh yeah, man! That that, that game was uh, um, well yeah, that game was good, man. Uh, Tiger, is it, just... is it a game
0: or is it a match?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they call it a match, but you know I call it a game. I mean, is checkers a match or is it a game? Or is it a sport? Exactly (laughs) Y'all tell him Y'all tell me Now, uh, Tiger, man, he he did his thing on there, bro Like like you said, we were watching together And that Joker, man Like, he just, he got focused I mean, to see that he won And what he won by, even though it was a stroke He could have won it by two strokes But to see that he even Messed up a couple of holes Bogey for the golf ball people But even though he messed up, like, two or three holes he still came back to win it, man.
0: Yeah, but you could you. The, the funny part was was when we sitting there watching. And I'm saying, man, smash! Just look at these other two dudes that was that was playing <laughs> with it in his group. Like they just yeah. had stress all over his over their face. And Tiger was just like cool as a cucumber, and shot really well. Was like man, this is amazing. That that was, was 17. Everybody was shooting at the pin. And he had to make you know had like Tiger fashion, had to make it dramatic. He had to hit on top of <laughs> the hill and let it roll on back. So it was, it was exciting, man. I, you know, all, all is well. You feel you feel good about yourself when Tiger wins, man. Everybody seemed to get along a little bit better when Tiger wins,
1: man. Because Tiger introduced people a lot of well, a lot of our community to the sport. You know what I mean? Uh, to golf, right? You know, it was, it was a couple of us into it already, but uh, Tiger, man, he. You know, you you can't help but f- for the root for somebody when they dominate a sport, you know, unless they Tom Brady or something, but you can't help but to root for them when they dominate a sport, man. And he just been doing it for so long, ever since he was little, you know, playing golf with his dad and then coming up through uh Stanford playing college and winning championship. And he just, you know what I'm saying? Like just like we watch uh, Serena, yeah, in, in tennis, yep. Tigers are are Serena of golf if you want to, you know. Kind of equivalent to that. Yeah, you know, it's it's good because
0: up. it's really not our sport. You yeah. know, we we yeah, we, it's really we, not. We you basically right. <laughs> we basically visitors, so it's good to see <laughs> the visitors actually, you know, do well. But it's it's a good feeling, man. It was good to see how in 2005, when his his dad was alive, they showed embrace at the end with his dad and him, and then at the end uh, of this one. It was him and his son so it was it was a really you know poetic moment per se to see him uh be able to let his son be able to enjoy the winning of the masters
1: yeah and i was watching a a little clip on uh, social media how they had tiger sitting down and had all these uh sports announcers talking about you know uh when he you know the time he got arrested for taking that medication and stuff when he was drowsy right and they were like oh tiger will never win another uh major championship or anything like that he's washed up he's done and it was i was like man that's like so awesome to see all your critics in one little clip talking about you and you sitting there like ha, what y'all got to say now you know what i mean i i thought that clip was awesome sitting there watching that day, uh, that thing man and I was like wow like, he actually got to see I mean every sports cr- uh, critic was talking bad about him like Tiger's washed up he'll never win a major again and he's going clip to clip and then Tiger just sitting there laughing at it he had his eyes watered up a little bit cause you know he just you know got that weight off his shoulder man cause I, I'm pretty sure at times he felt like that too with the surgeries and all that stuff
0: yeah yeah I mean so. it, it was just to see a to see the rise, the fall, and then the comeback. It's amazing to see that he had the fortitude to fight through all his demons and and uh, fight through his critics. And Because anybody, you know, any normal person would probably would've just walked off into the sunset with such a great career and just been like, oh, yeah. you know what, I succumbed to my injuries and succumbed to my circumstances and, you know, you can't take these wins from me, but I, I want to see him win and be the all-time, like Serena's the all-time greatest tennis player. I want to see him at the end of his career become the all-time greatest golfer. You know, like I said, we just a visitor, you know, we just, oh yeah. you know, it's more of them than us. So it's good to see that, you know, at the top of the game, we, we have somebody in place.
1: Yeah and, and you know everybody loves a good comeback story and it's, like you said he rose back up and I mean you know it's it's almost you know um where admiring you know where you look at it and he fell to rock bottom in his sport yeah and then just rose back up top I mean he lost his wife had to give her millions of dollars through a divorce and now he's back on top. He's back, you know, feeling good about himself. And so, hey, man, I'm happy for him. It 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 uh, inspired me because I picked up my golf club that same day.
0: Yeah, I mean he's only the good thing about it is he's still young. He's only 43 years old. You know, he's only, you know, one win behind Sam Sneed. He's he's second place, and the third place is Jack Nicholas, but Jack Nicholas has uh more uh, Mass. I mean, more uh, major wins. So he's only oh, probably man. about three away from three. I think it's three or four major wins. So for him to be able to be in sh- in in, a, in shooting distance, to be able to eclipse the overall winnings, yeah. and to be able to have the most Masters, that's what I want to see him accomplish. So, shots out to Tiger, man. What job? Well done. I, it was a real good Sunday, man. It was crawfish, beer, and Tiger. Couldn't get no <laughs> couldn't get no better than that, bro. It <laughs> sounded like a sound like a good weekend. Yeah, yeah, it, was it was definitely good. a good weekend.
1: It started the week off good, so that's good.
0: So we go from a feel good to a <laughs> what are we thinking? What are we doing? <laughs> T I yeah. versus Kodak Black. Who? No, I'm just kidding. So we wouldn't even know Kodak Black uh,
1: if T I wasn't going back and forth, him.
0: Nah, Kodak is man. Kodak has his place. You know, he has his place in the rap game. Mm,
1: Okay. I'll let you had had that opinion.
0: I mean, but what's your take on this whole situation? I'm I'm gonna let you start off because I'm still all over the place with this. Some days I'm I'm for, and some days I'm against. So I want to hear your opinions, and so maybe you can enlighten me and, and sway me one way or the other man I was I was I was for it
1: at first when TI did it you know because I'm always behind TI right you know what I'm saying so he, he 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 called him out and I agreed with it but then he went of oh, hand and, and and I'll start like this so I say TI called him out he so TI fell back to the to the street life for a minute and I think you know a lot of people say he was wrong for calling him out on camera. Or in public and not talking to him on the phone but i look at it like this uh and we talked about it before one there when nipsey died there was a lot of misplaced anger so people didn't know where to put it and so that was one reason you know i think he he felt like he was having nipsey's back so he did that but two i had to go back a little further and look and think about it like he also has a connection with lauren london Uh, From when they did the movie ATL. So that's probably like a little sister to him because I'm sure they built a chemistry. I I
0: forgot she was in that movie. Yeah.
1: So people, I think we all forgot about that. And I think he probably built a little rapport with her back then. And so that's probably like his little sister. They probably cool. And he probably was like trying to respect her for that. So what he did, he was trying to do as like one of the OGs, you know. But what you have now that's done happen is when the ogs have reached their peak and you got that one little crazy young dude that ain't backing down from the ogs and that's where kodak black is right now he's not backing down and the more he doesn't back down it makes ti look weak like ti should have just ended it after that but to keep keep going on and on you just sparking it up with kodak and kodak the kodak has nothing to lose from this and he has more to gain because he'll gain more followers because, like I said, like people will be like, oh, let me go listen to Kodak's music, you know? Yeah,
0: you know, drama seems to always bring more. But I, I want to play this clip because this is all centered around Nipsey's death. And I think it's, like you said, misplaced anger. But at the same time, this is, this is taken away from... What we even arguing about at this point? Now, now it's about who who has, you know, this is a a, a man swinging contest per se to keep it PG. But listen to this clip of of, of what Nipsey says about this type of drama. The, the public gotta be more. You can't you can't even really get on like Takashi. You gotta demand more from the public because mm-hmm. you got people that are reacting to how the public reacted to Takashi disrespecting them. And it's like somebody be sitting home. Looking at their timeline, reacting to what Takashi said about them, it might feel pressure to go do something. But it's like the public should not even react to clown shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel me? We shouldn't even be, it, it, it should the public should follow the real niggas. Yeah. The real niggas ain't reacting, so y'all don't react. You know, yeah. put this shit on put the dude on goofy time and just let him sit over here and do what he's doing until that shit expire. Cause it always gonna self-destruct, clearly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. So when you hear this clip. How does how does that change your thinking or reinforce your thinking on this whole situation? This is
1: the same thing, man. Um, I mean it keeps it the same way I'm feeling now. Like T I should have just stopped it at you know, at that point. When he first addressed it, uh-huh. he, he said his piece and he should have just stopped it. There's no need to keep addressing, you know, this clown, this goofy or whatever you want to call him. There's no need to keep uh, addressing Kodak because the more you address him, the more he's going to come back. Right. And it's just, it's going to be never ending. And it's getting to the point where it's starting to make, I hate to say this, but it's starting to make T.I. look like a fool. Right. You know, or look bad. We'll say look bad. Not a fool, but it looked bad. You know what I mean? So I just, I don't know, man. I, I, I think T.I. I agree with him for calling him out the first time But like some people say he should They should have called him, him and all the other rappers But I just feel like Right now, you know what I'm saying Kodak is just that little young kid on the block He the he the next one to come up And take the block But at the same time What I don't like about this is I feel like It's gonna be some harm caused to Kodak From Other black males And that's not what we want
0: Right, I mean, it, and f- for me, it, it's more of of you you called him out. And, and I wasn't, you know how I feel about calling each other out in public. You know, I, I just <laughs> don't think that's the right thing to do. Yeah. No other race, no other cultures does this but us. You know, and, and it feels like, just like Nipsey says, the public kind of gassed him up to want to go all out. You know, you had the game come out, and and the game is, and I put the game in a different category because they had a personal relationship, and he's like he's dealing with this situation, like he's really dealing with the loss of Nipsey, and for him to to have something to say, you know, I understand where he's coming from, you know, but Ti just seems like it's almost to almost seems like a, a some type of grandstand because it, you called out. Yellow Beezy, the same type of way. And Yellow Beezy played it the right way, right? He downplayed it, it de-escalated, it went away, right? They probably called each other on the phone, talked about it, and squashed it. But in this one, when you have a 21-year-old guy, and as of today, he has retaliated with the the song, right? Going back for what T.I. did. Now, T.I. said the first, he gave the first shot, with it was wrong, we all accepted that. Okay, that that's what you want to say. That's what you did. Okay, we understand that was the that was right. But then you come back and escalate it even more with a diss track. Well, with a with a with a clip of a diss track. Yeah. So then you're saying now it's moving away from please say sorry to now it's into a category of you just trying to belittle somebody, right? You're trying to take his manhood from him. All yeah. right. But my thing is, let's educate the brother. He's only 21 years old. You know, at some point in time, we all have to grow. We all have to evolve. We all say stupid stuff. And I'm not saying what he said was right. But at the same time, everything can be used as a learning lesson. You know, so I wanted to see them. You said what you said. Now, let's educate the brother. Let's not berate the brother anymore. You know, because now it's not even about the name, you know, honoring the name of Nipsey and and disrespecting the name of Nipsey. This is about them just going back and forth each other. I I just hope it stays on wax. I just hope that it it doesn't escalate into something more than music, you know? But at the same time, I still wish that somebody um, can come in and say, hey man, you know what? Let's just all sit down and let's just talk about this and make something of it, because the spoken word is powerful, man. You see how this has ballooned and mushroomed across the country, and yeah. we, we've totally lost focus of what we want to do. Shouts out to everybody in Cali. Seems like Cali has, has put up these walls of what's going on around them, and the gangs have come with truce from Southern California all over to Northern California. So I'm really, I'm, I'm glad to see that unity happen, which he yep. was really preaching and teaching to be, have unity. And I'm glad to see that they're doing that. And I wish that everybody else across the country would take a page out that book. Like, hey, can you believe it? That we telling them to take a page out the Bloods and Crips book? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and, 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 and learn something? That's, that's amazing, man. That's a powerful statement right there. So I, I hope that um, T.I. gets off his high horse and uh, attacks us in a, in a different situation. You know, I mean, it's just like you and I, man. And I'm, I'm, you know, we all love we all love T.I. But you know, you my brother. And if I think if I say you if I think you're wrong, you know I'm gonna tell you. And if I, you yeah. think I'm wrong, you're gonna tell me. You know, so I hope somebody will do the same for him and be like, you know what, enough is enough, man. Let this let this blow over. Let this die because this is. At this point in time, you, you, you're you doing more dishonorable um, this, this things um, in the name of Nipsey versus you actually being doing the honorable thing in the name of Nipsey. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah and, and, and I, I mean, I, I echo everything you said, and I just think that T.I. is looking bad because we, and not just me and you, but I say we as a community, we're looking at T.I. as one of the good guys in the hood, you know what I'm saying, he buying back the block, uh, doing good in the community, you know what I'm saying, helping us out he up there, you know, he up there with our um, David Banner you know, Killer Mike, trying to do good, trying to help us get to places but it seemed like you just probably took us three steps back from what you did, you know right, what I'm saying right? because it seems like to me, like you just said with the Crips and, and Blood, Nipsey's if any good had to come out of this, it, seems like togetherness came out of his death. If any, if you can find any good in it, but it seems like what like just what you said, man. Like he's not doing anything positive with this little so-called beef.
0: Yeah, because we are taking the light off of what we initially said that we wanted to do as a culture and as a people. Yeah. And let this be. Let his his t- untimely death be a springboard towards unity. But just like I said before, we seem to always find a way to fall back and regress back into our old ways. And this is just one way. Now here is the country is, has lost their focus. The culture has lost their focus. And here we are talking about something negative when we should be talking about something positive um, about what happened going forward but it, it is what it is but I you know we're, we're talking about it yeah, it's a negative situation but we're talking about it because we want to want our listeners to understand and echo that 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 thought of let's get back to the positivity you know we only like what six 18 19 days removed from his death and here we are talking about some foolishness like this is nonsense
1: yeah so for the, all the listeners out there just do a favor when you when you see somebody turn to him and say or do something positive you know what I'm saying exactly. let's, let's get the positive back on track
0: here exactly you know I mean at the end of the day we, we just want we want to honor the brother in a positive fashion always you know just take the negative light off this thing and put it back to a positive light for sure but moving on singing another song. Here we are, we're gonna stick with the rap. And there was an article, shots out to Ambrosia for Heads, one of the, one of the websites I read religiously. Um, rappers might start going to jail because of their lyrics. Hmm. And it struck a, cur- It struck a, uh, this case is a, 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 not an old case, but it happened in 2014, but it's come back to light now that he's been, he's been sentenced. Um, it's Jamal Knox versus the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. His He goes by, he went by the rap name Mayhem Ma and he was charged um, with, I guess, I, what would you call it? I guess he, would, he was charged because of the lyrics that he put. His lyrics were directly and named, Actual police officers in, in his in, in his in his rhymes, and it went to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court shot it down. So this now opens the gate that the First Amendment here is a, a gray great area again in the First Amendment sells, sets precedent for other rappers that that do this and speak out, naming people in their rhymes they can possibly be held accountable. Um, for their, for their, for their lyrics. But my question to you is, is it right? Is it wrong? Or is it just another way to put us down as a, as a culture and as a people?
1: Man, when I, when you, when you uh, hit me up with the story, man, I I felt conflicted because I felt like I probably would have said yeah to all three of your questions. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was conflicted, man. Uh, you know, I was like, okay, if he calling them by their name specifically, then I can see how an uh, officer may take that as a threat. You know what I'm saying? Because if somebody tell you they're going to kill you, and they put your name in the song specifically, then you thinking like, oh, they really going to kill me. But then I, I started thinking a little bit more on it. And I was like, well, well, you know what I'm saying? He didn't act on it. Could you call it a threat? Yeah, but I looked at it a little, little more. Do do hate groups get locked up for the stuff they say when they're doing their rallies? No. They no. don't
0: they get it's, locked up for actions,
1: not right. speaking. So in my in my instances, in the way I'm thinking, it's kind of the same in that situation when I looked at it like that, and then I was like what about the ep- epidemic of the cops shooting all the black males?
0: Right, and they're getting off for the for actual for actual crimes, crimes yeah. that's videotaped, and it's just again this isn't this another way that they're empowering them, giving them more power over us, and the freedom of speech is the freedom of speech. That's what the First Amendment is there for, you know, and if and with the Supreme Court, um shooting this down now it opens the gate for to allow them to actually go after go after after us and our genre that we love and i'm more than sure i mean i don't listen to much heavy metal i don't listen to much rock i don't listen to much besides you know r b and hip-hop and you know and neo soul stuff like that so i can't tell you i'm more than sure with those different genres there are these type of lyrics, you know? But it kind of, we think about the early 90s with, you know, Tupac and Soldier Story. You know, we think about Ice Cube and and his songs. So it kind of, those things were said in those rhymes and those were held up. Even Tupac had a case where it had to go and they threw it out and they said it was his First Amendment right. So how can all these cases set precedent? And then now all of a sudden, now the table is turning to where we possibly can see something damning happen to uh, another black man that's just speaking what he knows. And a lot of times this kid is just, he's just rapping about what he knows, you know? And we have a chance to evolve. Um, but right now, this is at this point in his life, at that point in his life, a 19-year-old kid, that's all he saw, that's all he knew. You know, that's just how he felt. That's not saying he's gonna act on it, you know, but I, I just think it's just another way for them to to knock us down another pig. And, and it's just a sad story to see this guy have to spend two to six years of his life um, for just a song.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, after I really looked into it and started thinking about it, I was like, it, it is another way of just racial profiling, you know what I mean? Because yeah, no doubt. Uh, they, say, they say stuff in country songs, um, you know, about saying things because um, it's not just one race that doesn't like cops. It's, you know, a lot of people don't like I mean, we all like cops when we need them. We don't like the antics that some of the cops do. You know what I mean? Like, So, uh, and then I look at it too that, um, you know, with the, what's his name? Um, Ice, not Ice Cube, but Ice T. Back in the day when he had his little band, uh, he did Cop Killers.
0: Yeah, same thing. Same thing. And the
1: same thing. He went through the same thing, but he got off, like you were saying, for that First Amendment right that uh, Two Live Crew fought for way back in the day.
0: Right, right.
1: So I I just I don't know how they're getting away with this one because this seems like a a blatant right of civil rights and this is something that I think like um you know the NAACP really needs to be standing up for and try to you know yeah. step up and take care of this one because somebody this
0: is a, somebody this is
1: injustice right here yeah this you know?
0: this is definitely injustice and I I just I, I thought when this went to the Supreme Court I thought okay they're gonna actually uphold. The First Amendment, but for them to kick it back and and hold and uh, and hold strong to the fact that he directly named people in the rhyme, that that's justified for him to be prosecuted. But I mean, if we go back and like I said, we go back to many many songs and many many people have named a lot of people in yeah. songs. Um, like of ahead, ghetto boys, you know, and, and, I, and I only can you reference these black groups because I listen to it more, you know, yeah. but I'm more than sure if any of our white listeners, they probably can weigh in on other genres of music where the same things are happening. Um, but it's just, it's our environment. That's what we were raised in, that's what we know. So these young dudes, they're gonna speak about this first. You know, you, you can't judge him from where he is You know, judge him when he's when he's when he's older, when he's when he's past. You know, then you can judge him. But for you to judge him on his music and his artistic work, it just makes no sense. It's just another way for them to to play in that gray area once again.
1: Oh yeah, it's definitely that because I looked at it too, man. And this is like, you know, my mom be running and racing, so I was looking at it too. Like, if they can do it with rap, which is basically poetry with music right exactly if, if they can do it with that then they should be able to do it for movies they should be able to do it for if you write a book because it's the same thing it just doesn't have a beat to it you right. know i can i can write in a book and say i'm gonna uh kill cop dan brown or whatever you know what i mean whatever name you want to <laughs> insert <laughs> and that's um that's who they, you know, what I'm saying. And now, am I gonna get arrested for that because I'm making up a fictional story? Unless any acts were, you know, what I'm saying, if any acts were committed, then maybe they
0: would have a case. And and that's my, and that's my point. It's like if 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 he act upon it, then I can see him rightfully so he's breaking the law. But for him yeah. to to just name some people. Nine times out of ten, these cops were, were doing something wrong, like we see all the time on TV anyway, you know, always, you know, killing us and then doing the things that they do to us. He cop probably was wrong in the first place. He's not just naming no cop out out the blue. I'm more than sure if there's other if the cop was doing something well, he would have named him in a well in in a, a good light, you know. So you gotta look at it, you gotta look at it both ways. And I just I just hate that the Supreme Court set this precedent.
1: So let's say you were a cop and a rapper come out and say how they going to kill you or your family. How would you feel? Just just flipping it, seeing how we, you know, we like to play both sides sometimes here on, on Talker Brother.
0: I, I wouldn't feel any kind of way. I honestly wouldn't because it, it's now, I would actually have to physically see him act it out <laughs> and then we'll have problems. But for him to, to make a song and and you know get it off his chest and which is probably therapy for him at some point somewhere or the other, I wouldn't would think nothing of it. But it's it's kind of funny mm-hmm. how we can say we feel threatened and we fear for our lives um, every day. You know we scream it every day, but then yeah. here's a situation where. They act upon it all the time in the black community, right? Trying to oppress us as much as they can possibly can. But then here it is, he feels threatened by a song, by some actions that you that you did. And I, had li- I listened to the song one time and I didn't really listen to it to the point where I understood <laughs> what he was saying, you know what I'm saying, about the cop. But I'm more than sure it was, it probably was vulgar. It probably was graphic. But what did what did this cop do to earn that right to be talked about in such a manner?
1: You know? Yeah. And and I agree with you on that because I, I listen to it, too. But in the point I, I got out of that was like, honestly, and you you tell me if you do, because I don't. But I don't know any cops personally.
0: Me, me neither
1: enough to be like calling their name out on any song or even if i want to go file a complaint i don't know a cop's name to go file a complaint like you know what i mean most people just get the badge number
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you get that he was in blue <laughs> <laughs>
1: so it's like uh it's like so that's when i was like the people he named probably did harass him a lot or did something to him a lot or what was I, I really don't know what his lifestyle was either, but either way, he had uh, multiple time multiple contact with these cops to be naming them because I don't like my my sister was married to a cop. I know his name. That's it, right? But that's because they were married, <laughs> right?
0: Right. And uh, you, you you bring up a valid point because I, I don't I can't and throughout my whole lifetime for all my encounters with police, I have never. Knew any of them by name, and I mean even the good cops. Yeah, Still them, don't them Still don't know them by don't name. Don't know name. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, that's just the officer down the street, you know. <laughs> so that just that just brings you make a valid point. I mean, it has to have been something really, really bad for him to be able to know this man's name, to be able to even put him in a rhyme, to yeah. put him in a song.
1: Because I mean, like. I mean, like, I'm not doing activities where me and the cops should interact <laughs> on a regular basis. Right! <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe if if we had a Toys for Tots or something, but, but uh, other but, than that... Like, but
0: think about it. I grew up in in, in a poverty neighborhood. You grew up in a poverty neighborhood, and there was police all the time. Yeah. And even when I was doing my wrongdoings, right? And for whatever it may be, you know, throwing rocks, whatever the case may be whatever we were doing and the police stopped us. I still don't know their names. Yeah. You know, so I mean, you may bring up a valid point there. I mean, <laughs> that's definitely a whom moment. <laughs> 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 so that's something that they, you know, I, I don't think that was really looked, and again, that's something that they didn't look at. So how did this kid, this young 19 year old kid know this, the guy by name like this? And what yeah. what did he do to, to warrant this kid knowing him by name you know so Uh,
1: yeah I I couldn't figure that out to save my life man but I just know like these hate groups they don't get locked up the cops haven't been getting locked up for what they do I mean if we gonna look at this let's just be fair across the board let's just go across the board and I mean fair is fair you know But but
0: think think about it how the saying goes if you look for it you'll, you'll eventually find it if you're looking for it yeah. So the if, if the cops are always there. The police are always in the neighborhood all the time. You're yeah. going to find something. I, I guarantee you if those same police presence would patrol the white neighborhood as much as they patrol the black neighborhoods, I'm more sure they'll find some, some, some bad stuff, too. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. It's always going down in the <laughs> sub- <laughs> suburban neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be some major stuff going down.
0: But we, we, we don't... So you don't get to see it because they don't patrol it as hard, you know? And then you say, like you said, that racial profiling, it's it's to the point where it, it's looked upon as, as that we desensitize to it to a point to actually something... <gasps> we live... I not want to say desensitized. We live with it because we can't do anything about it, you know? And here's a situation here where, okay this kid has no control over his, over his livelihood at this point. It's terrible.
1: Yeah. It's, I don't even know, man. I don't even know how he got locked up, but hopefully somebody will do something to, you know, rectify that, that situation.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, something's got to change. Something's got to change. Something's got to give and, and why TI and, and Kodak <laughs> Black are going at each other for for this nonsense. This is something that they could be focused taking that energy and focusing on. You know, bringing light to this instead of bringing more listeners <laughs> and followers to the shenanigans of what they're going through. Cause this makes no sense to me,
1: man. Man, you've been on uh, you've been on Ti for a minute now since that uh, that Yellow beezy call out. I,
0: because it, it makes no sense to me, bro. I mean, it's it's like. For all, think about it. For all the good that you do, right? I, and I haven't spoke. Think about it. And I, you know, I highly respect Ti. Ti, I like Ti. You know what I'm saying? All the things that he done, he's he's done for the community. He's doing as being a leader for the culture. The, he's making me focus on this other stuff. He's yeah. doing it, not me. He's doing it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, and as a brother, I'm just trying to say, look, here, man, you you need to. You need to chill. You need to go ahead and focus on something, focus your energy on something else besides this, man, because there's so many things that you could be doing with that energy, that negative energy. You could bring some positive energy to this situation more than what you're doing, you know, and you got this kid, this 21 year old kid and this kid, the way he talked, the way he act, the way he said what he said in that he don't have regards for your family. He has no regards for anybody. He has Anything. no regards for life the way that he talked nope. and the way that he, the way that he said it <clears throat> in his rhyme. So, Ti, you have so much to lose that mm-hmm. you're gonna put this in jeopardy. I mean, you really putting your life, your family in jeopardy. You know, you don't, you don't know. And a lot of times, you you know how it goes. It may not even come from him or Kodak. It may come from somebody who's in his entourage or somebody who a zealous fan that's like t.i right we gonna settle this they go they go kodak let's settle this you know so you you just don't know just don't put yourself and, and the people that love you around you in that situation because you're trying to prove a point and the point that you're trying to make it's pointless at this point
1: hey i'm i'm with you brother i i can't even um comment on it or i'll just say the same thing you said i'm just <laughs> i'm just uh you know i'm going to make sure i Cut that out and send that a uh, plea to Ti for you.
0: Yeah, please do. Please do. <laughs> T. I, and I know he listens to Talking Brothers podcast. I know he's one of our faithful followers. You know, <laughs> yeah, I hope we don't lose you because of this. But at the end of the day, man, you know, right is right, is wrong is wrong. And I and and you know, like I said, I'm always for let's have a sit down and let's talk about it. You don't have to air your grievances or your differences out over wax. because you have that platform that doesn't mean that's the way you should be using that platform and having these people divert their attention and their energy to focus on something negative and something frivolous is this you know right now like I said it's a man swinging contest at this point this has nothing to do with anything that you initially started this this with and you could have easily taken the yellow bz route de-escalated the situation right call me and we could talk about it and it had been blown over. You know what I mean? So it just it just tells me that did he learn a lesson from the yellow beast situation? Not really.
1: Yeah, I think he just trying to I don't know, solidify himself as a for lack of the words OG, you know what hey, I'm saying? Hey man, there's
0: a lot of OGs in the in a lot of OGs dead, a lot of OGs in the penitentiary, behind yeah. trying to prove a point.
1: And hey, that's that's something we have to we have to learn sometimes
0: <laughs> yeah but he's a, he's too old for this bro he 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 should be he too he he's too intelligent and too wise to fall prey to this you know what I'm saying to fall in this you know but wow, we're gonna get to some good stuff here man we're gonna get to our... we want to get back to our shout outs season two we didn't do many shout outs so we want to shout out a lot of people in the culture that are doing some great things and we want our listeners to uh to give a shout out to them as well and big ups to to these people so smash shout out
1: yeah first want to give a shout out to uh lindsey harding she is um an assistant coach now for the 76ers the philadelphia 76ers she was just hired so that's big for a um for a female to be an assistant coach in the nba i mean the next the next place she can go is up to be a head coach, so that, that'd that be good. Um, you know, she played ball in, the, I think it was WNBA as well, so it's good to see that, you know, they can, um, she can show her smarts her of the game. Yeah. yeah.
0: Do, do you think we would ever see a women's head coach to coach men's basketball? I think we might, man. I mean,
1: I think it wouldn't be a bad thing because... Women definitely have the fundamentals down pat, and that's no no shade throwing there. But I'm just saying, like I think sometimes, if you look at the guys' game of basketball, they get away from the fundamentals and they focus on everything but that. I mean, you know, the way Harden travels, you know, I had to throw that jab. Stop that! You know, I I had to throw that jab. But uh, no, I, I think I think we might. I think it'll be a few more years. But um, I think it's, it's possible, man. And this is the first step in the right direction. It's so big ups to her, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, and I remember, like, the Notre Dame coach um, went viral with her attack on gender inequality. And I'm glad to see that the 76ers were listening. But, again, like, like uh, her name is Coach Moffitt McGraw the head women's basketball coach for Notre Dame, like she stated, it's, it's okay. You know, we get these lower positions, but just like for African-Americans, you know, we get these lower positions, but when do we get a chance to be in a position of power and a position to call these shots? So, but any stride that we can take, we'll take it. Right. So, so big shots out to her for, for her accomplishment. And I hope that, um, this gender inequality will will cease to exist for not only for women but for African Americans as well and we get the chance to be in a position of power so big shouts out to her no doubt shout out
1: uh the next one will be to Lapita Inyongo you know her from uh, the movie us and a lot of other movies but um she just recently wrote a children's book man and um even though my kids are older, I'm thinking about getting it anyway because it's just teaching kids how to be comfortable and happy in the skin that they're in. You know what I'm saying? That their beauty radiates from within and not just on the outer side. So that's a that's a big win. We need we need more stuff like that. So when our kids and are looking at stuff that they can see their reflection in or someone near their reflection you know what i'm saying
0: yeah so, i mean it's good to see that she's writing a book and again that's just another avenue that these kids can see um somebody of color a woman i um, showing that there's other avenues that they can strive for the things they can do feel you know want them to feel good in their skin and so that's a that's a big a big to do right there definitely yeah
1: and and to know that um uh, you know in this day and age that People are still writing and reading books. Right, so that's, that's, that's a good thing,
0: and not have their and giving an avenue where we can have these kids that don't have their face stuck into a screen. <laughs> oh, exactly. So big exactly. shots out to her. Shout out.
1: This will go out to, and I hope I don't mess up his last name, but Jeremy Botwe. He's a high schooler with a four point five one GPA. He's from from Texas, and he got accepted to all the schools he uh, all the schools he applied for and that includes 8 Ivy League schools so this dude I didn't even know you could have a 4.5 one yeah that was you shocking know. to me too so, you know what I'm saying like, so what, what's his name again Jermay Botwe J- J-E-R-M-A-Y I'm, I'm guessing Jeremy, but Jermay you <laughs> you know, know I saying? just want
0: I just wanted you to struggle with it again. But. <laughs>
1: somebody got country, Jermaine Botway. Yeah.
0: So big shout outs to the big shout outs to all our shout outs for the to the day, man. If, and for our listeners, if you have anybody that you want us to shout out, um please inbox us and, and we'll definitely do that. So my brother, any last words before we get up out of here, my brother?
1: yeah man Uh, shout out to all the listeners man y'all like uh, Gody said earlier we in season 3 and if we weren't getting the positive feedback that we're getting we probably would have stopped at season 1 so shout out to the listeners man (laughs) keep listening (laughs) (laughs) and tell a friend to tell a friend and come listen to the brothers
0: most definitely so again follow us on Instagram Facebook Twitter however you consume your your uh our content please do so and also go on go on itunes and whatever media that you listen to give us a give us a five stars rate us high and 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 share the content because we definitely want to be that positive um image for the community and definitely be a positive voice so uh, with that being said much love we are we have returned to claim the pyramid (laughs) Partying on the
1: mothership I am the mothership connection Get down in 3D Light, year grooving